if you're doing something and it's not connecting with prospects, they're not gonna say, hey, by the way, if you changed this language, you'd be a lot more effective. Welcome to Data-Driven Selling by the Sales Insights Lab, the podcast that helps reps and business owners generate more meetings and close more sales at higher prices. Sales in so many ways is like dating, right? If you're doing things wrong on a date, Your date doesn't tell you what you're doing wrong. They just never reach out to you again and they disappear. You know, that may sound a little familiar because that's exactly what happens to so many salespeople. When we are making a consistent series of mistakes during the sales process, your prospects are not going to take the time to say, well, you know what? Here are the five reasons that I've chosen not to do business with you. And three of those reasons were things that you did that I think you should do differently. Of course not. All they do is they disappear or they just tell you this is great, but the timing's not right or I have to think about it. They never give us direct feedback. So as a result, we so rarely as salespeople get the opportunity to understand what are those mistakes that we are consistently making. So I'm going to show you the five biggest sales mistakes to avoid right now. You must know these, check it out. Number one, hoping for leads. This is one of the most common and strangely sounding obvious mistakes that we see over and over and over again, particularly in this moment. There's a lot of transition. There's a lot of crazy things going on in the world, in the business world in particular. And so what often happens is that our lead generation kind of takes a backseat. And so we start to just hope that the leads are going to come in, or we hope that that little bit of stuff that we're doing is going to pay off. And as a result, we see our sales take massive, massive dips. Lead generation is just like what I talked about before, where if you're doing something and it's not connecting with prospects, they're not gonna say, hey, by the way, if you changed this language, you'd be a lot more effective. Instead, we just, don't get leads and what we're doing doesn't work. So what we need to do is have a consistent and well thought through lead generation machine. And we think of it as having your prospecting blueprint. And so what we have to have is that strategy from first identifying a prospect all the way to getting them on the phone. And then of course, once we get them on the phone or on a Zoom, then what are we doing to actually close them? But we need to have that whole process laid out from when are we making the calls? What does that script look like? To what are our emails look like? How are we potentially automating those outreaches? And how are we reaching out to them maybe by social media with LinkedIn or Facebook? Mapping out that whole process and taking the hoping out of sales. Because if you are hoping for leads, you will be broke very, very soon. Number two, trying to educate your prospect. Now, I know that there are a bunch of gurus out there that say you need to educate your prospect. And so I want to clarify, I disagree with that strongly. Now, I believe that we need to demonstrate insight and we need to show them that we are experts, but that doesn't mean fully educating your prospect. When the goal is to educate your prospect, we start to lose focus on ultimately what we really want to do, which is to engage them in a conversation. And now the way we get 
get them in that conversation is by demonstrating some quick insight up front to basically get them to think like, oh, okay, this person knows what they're talking about, so I'm willing to talk with them and answer some of their questions. But we don't want to educate. When we focus on educating, we start to lose focus and it becomes a little bit too much about us trying to fully show them everything that they need to know. That's not what we have to do. They are not a customer, they are a prospect. You educate your customers, but you demonstrate insight with your prospects. Number three, pitching your offering. The idea of pitching your offering literally goes back to around 1887, when National Cash Register first started their initial sales training. 1887, the first training was all about pitching this cash register, literally a cash register, which so few of us have ever even really seen anymore. But it was really effective in the late 1800s, early 1900s, even mid 1900s. But what's happened is that everyone now is pitching their stuff and buyers are so wary of the hardcore pitch or the salesperson who comes in and says, hey, let me show you all the amazing things that our offering can do. It is immediately going to drive up the walls with your prospect. It is a huge mistake. The goal is not to pitch your offering, but instead to demonstrate insight and then engage in that conversation to really understand what's going on and how your offering might actually be able to help them. That's it. If you're starting that conversation by focusing on your offering or if your slide deck is already about your company and your products or your services, you're in trouble. You need to throw that out and start engaging in that conversation. Number four, going for the close. This is just so crazy to me that there are salespeople that are still focused on how am I going to close the prospect? One of my mentors used to always say, he would say, Mark, you know what? If you start strong, you will end strong. And that is so true. If you're having an issue actually closing the sale, chances are like 99.9% .9 likelihood there is a problem with something that you're doing earlier on in the sale that you're not getting real commitment and you're not really understanding what's going on and you're not engaging them in that right conversation or you're not demonstrating that you can solve their problems. Then when it comes time to try to close the sale, the prospect says something like, oh, this was great, but I really need to think about it or I need to run this by my partner or I need to share this with my team or the timing's just not right. Could you reach back out in six months? We hear all of those excuses, which are really just lies. They're just proxies for, I don't wanna do business with you. I don't find this compelling and I don't want to move forward. All of these little sneaky old school closing techniques that are focused on getting the person to buy right then is really just putting all this pressure on the prospect and is only going to further repel them from ever doing business with us. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be closing sales. We absolutely should be closing sales but it's not about going for the close. If you have a closing problem, it means that there is something that is happening earlier on in the sale where you're not really engaging them in the right conversations. You're not using the right sales process to get them to that point of saying, yes, this makes sense, let's do business. Number five, blaming the marketplace for lost business. I'm hearing this excuse all the time right now because there are so many things going on in the world. We have one of two choices. We can either continue to blame the marketplace for any lost sales that are happening, 
or we can take control over our financial and selling destiny. The reason that this is a mistake is because the salespeople that are blaming the marketplace right now are the people who will not be here one year from now. We must stop blaming all of the external factors and instead focus on what we can control. You can control a couple of key things. You can control how you're prospecting and thus setting appointments. You can control how you are selling to people that are in front of you. And you can control how consistently you are getting out in front of people. You can control all of those areas that are really fully under your control. What you can control is everything that's going on in the world. And so let's not worry about all that stuff and instead really focus on what we can control. Take full ownership for your sales. Take full ownership for your lead generation and have a process, have a system that you can follow time and time again to make sure that you can repeatedly and reliably set enough meetings that you need and at the same time close as many deals as you need in order to hit your sales goals. There are salespeople in every single industry who are crushing it right now. Don't give yourself that excuse to blame all the things that are going on in the world. Instead, focus on what you can control. So there are the five biggest mistakes to avoid in sales right now. Thanks for listening. Want more tactical advice on selling? Register for our free video training on the five-step formula to closing more deals without price pushback, think it overs, or ghosting. Simply visit closing.training to get instant access. That's closing.training to get instant access.